This is a Mortarbox Media Podcast. For more podcasts and to learn how we can help you create your own, visit mortarboxmedia.com. Hello and welcome to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should. On today's show, we're going to be drinking Town Branch Single Barrel Bourbon, and I am excited about that. We'll learn a little bit about it from Cole, but before we get to that, let's get down to just a little bit of business. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you could do us a favor, hit the subscribe button if you haven't already, and while you're there, you can leave us a rating and a review. Ratings help people find the show. Reviews help us know what you're thinking about it, if you'd like to see something different, and all that jazz. If you want to play a bigger part in the show, you can go to patreon.com slash chillfiltered. That's the business. Here's the podcast. Cole, my dear friend, uh, I hear you've been uh, looking at really big things this weekend. What are you up to? One might say grand things. Yes, grand um, things, yes. It, yeah, this weekend I was uh, at the Grand Canyon. I uh, It was like a Friday to Sunday deal. And uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I think one, I mean, it's one of those things where you get there and you're like, holy crap, this is bigger. And I've been there at, at this point. This is my third time. And you think like, holy crap, like this is so much bigger than what I remember. And right. it happened, you know, I went when I was a kid and then I went a few months ago, as some of the listeners might remember. Um, but I, yeah, it's just like, it, it is, it's so much bigger than you even can just like comprehend sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just crazy. But uh, one weird thing that happened while I was out, um, I've had maybe, maybe not a history, but I've had bouts in the past of... Um, vertigo oh really and uh yeah and it was a bad not a not a great time to have vertigo when you're like edging on the uh on the you know the rim of the uh uh, grand canyon just like kind of just like for sure looking over the edge and uh so i had to be very careful and it's weird because like i um i hate it like it's just very frustrating it feels like i've drank too much and i just can't get out of it and sometimes i want to feel like i feel uh, nauseous so it like sucks, but it'll come and go like even throughout like a, a bout of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's rough. Um, but right now it's like, it's like maybe a quarter strength of what it could be. Um, but I'm hoping it'll pass. It has in the, in the, you know, past time. So yeah, I'm hoping, is, uh, is drinking whiskey going to hit your stomach hard or what? No, my stomach's fine right now. There are times when it's like 100% where I'm just like, I just got to sit still. Um, but yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah. No, this this wouldn't make it any worse. I assure you that. That's good. Probably make it better. And uh, today yeah. today is Easter. Are we recording this on Easter. Uh, have Were you just traveling back from that or did you do Easter church or what? No, um, when I go to church here, it's in the afternoon. Oh, it's interesting. Like a four o'clock service. Nice. Yeah, so... I'll be going to church after this recording. Once you're good and drunk. What about you? How was uh, Bedside Baptist? Oh, Bedside Baptist was uh, wonderful. Growing up, we used to call it Lakeside Baptist because uh, often we wouldn't, like, you know, I'm a pastor's kid, so I went to church every Sunday, and the only time I didn't yeah. is if we were on vacation at the lake house that my grandparents had. So we would call it oh, Lakeside great. Baptist. But yeah, uh, 
It was good. It was nice to sleep in. You know, we had Story Slam last night, so I was kind of um, oh, yeah. up late and like my adrenaline was going. So it was nice to just sleep in and not have to do anything this morning. Nice. But yeah, Story Slam was How good did you go last night. It was really good. Uh, we had a we had a smaller crowd because every April and May that's what happens. People want to spend mm. time outside. Like it's eighty degrees here today, so it it's been a nice Ooh. weekend. So one, once it's nice. nice out, people don't really want to come indoors and whatever but i'm mm-hmm. i would say we still had probably 60 or so people show up which is a it's a smaller crowd but it's really good um and then uh i uh for the first time i took some advice finally people have been uh begging for me to start charging at story slam and you know last month we did because we had that musician come and since yeah. that happened, uh, many people have come to me and said, hey, like we really want to support the thing you're doing, but you're not giving us the option yeah. to do that. Uh, so I didn't charge, but Ashley made a nice sign that says $5 suggested do- donation. And then below that, it says oh, Story, awesome. Story Slam is free, but if you want to donate, you can and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, we uh, we made good money. Um, we, we made some oh, good money awesome. last night. and. Uh, we actually have to. We had to buy some more equipment for the Story Slam live events and stuff. Uh, so mm-hmm. I was able to order that stuff today. So it was really good. That's killer. I'm glad to hear things went well. Yeah. And I couldn't imagine what it'll be like with a you know 200 crowd, which is some of the higher end of the crowds you've gotten with the suggested donation. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. That, that would mean. Um, uh, that would mean a lot of things for that story slam podcast and the live event like it would just mean about um maybe trying a different venue every now and then um but i for the podcast it would mean like being able to pay to have people come on like and get better guests not that i hate any of the guests that we've ever had but uh if you can pay somebody to spend some of their time talking they're more likely to do it so yeah that would be awesome sure uh what what else you been up to lately Let's see. Work, um, as usual, things are going well with that. It's kind of nice to get into the, like, into the groove of things with work. I feel like I'm comfortable with what I'm doing. I don't have to ask too many questions anymore. Uh, but I have the availability to ask a lot of questions, which is still nice. Right. People don't get upset that like you're still asking questions or anything like that, which is a great. Um, I'm trying to think, I. I, did I tell you uh, Heather and I were going to Europe in the fall? Well, I know that that has kind of been the uh, talked about plan and if it works out, uh, but I assume that it has now worked out. It is official. We got some flights into London, flights back from Paris. So that'll be actually right around the our weekend of our anniversary. So that'll be kind of a good excuse, I guess. Very cool. So, um, okay. we, so we will need to... Uh, get some episodes recorded pre-recorded for that you know so for sure that'll be cool yeah that'll be good though uh how how long that's in september how long will you be there for that'll be um i want to say 10 days nice yeah just around 10 days so that will be two weekends so we'll probably need to prep ahead of time but right a good few months out right well that'll be really cool yeah how Uh, are you doing no i'm doing well things are good life is good work is good uh, you know, can't ask nice. for much more than that. So you can't, but, uh, That's cool. Hey, Hey Cole, real quick. Can you tell us about what we're drinking today? 
Yeah, we're drinking a uh, bottle of bourbon called Town Branch Single Barrel. Not only is it single barrel, it is barrel proof. It's a good one. It's uh, Specifically, this bottle is 62.9% alcohol by volume. Awesome. Uh, so we will get to that in just a second. But before we do, we're going to take just a really quick break. From break, and as you heard from Cole right before the break, we're going to be drinking the Town Branch Single Barrel Bourbon. It's a uh, 62.9% ABV, uh, so uh, seems like kind of a hot whiskey, Cole. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's up there. It's definitely uh, definitely on the higher end. It's a cool one. Right. Um, I would love to just, yeah, I'll dig right into the, the history real quick. For sure. Um, so the distillery is called All Tech Brewing. So this is, I wouldn't call it a micro distillery, but I I would call it a micro distillery. It's basically the technical company name is the All Tech Lexington Brewing and Distilling Company. Um, founded originally in 1999 by a guy named Pierce Lyons. He's the president of All Tech, which is actually a animal nutrition and feed company. Oh, cool. So, I mean, it must have started out with a lot of grain and stuff, like feeding animals. And they're like, well, there's probably other things we can do with this grain, too. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, in 99, they started brewing beer. But in 2012, they started selling spirits, including uh, Town Branch Bourbon. They also had like a single malt and a few others. They do a rye even now. But their main focus lately has been this Town Branch Bourbon. Um, apparently this was the first new distillery in Lexington, uh, in over a hundred years. So Lexington has been without newer or like brand new distilleries for that long, which was crazy to me. Cause that's a big town, especially, in, I mean, it's the second biggest town in, um, uh, Kentucky and it's just been that long, which was crazy to me. Um, so they have the standard town branch bourbon. And that was named after the river that passes through Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, And that batch in particular was 72% corn, 15% malted rye, and 12% malted barley. It was fermented in a big tank that was actually made of cypress wood. And it was distilled in copper pot stills. It is 80 proof, so not too hot. Not like the one we're dealing with today. Um, And it's got okay ratings I, I actually did a little research on like what people thought of the actual like like standard bottle of town branch and people were like it's all right it's nothing too great but um i did get some cool um cool reviews that i saw about the uh town branch uh, single barrel and for the record when i do research on bottles i don't look at uh this is just for me i don't look at tasting notes i skip over everything Tasting note wise, I like to have that like kind of fresh perspective when I actually drink the bottle. Right. But I look at like history and stuff like that. But that bottle was uh, about 30 bucks a bottle and it's sold in a, a good few places, especially across Kentucky. But um, the single barrel, the barrel proof one we're drinking today, uh, originally was introduced in 2015. It was the first release, or rather, the first release was only two barrels. Um, and they were both sourced, excuse me. Um, and we do not know where from, uh, but it was definitely a sourced uh, thing, especially because they had only been out for two years or three years, and this was a um, 
or they've been distilling for three years, and this was a six-year whiskey. Um, there were 150 bottles per barrel, and it was only you can only buy it in the Alltech gift shop. Um, so it's actually pretty rare in that way. Um, you know, like the first batch was only 300 bottles in you know the whole world, but what we have today is actually the second batch. Um, the first was about 70 bucks a bottle. This second batch was 80 bucks a bottle, and um, the market I've seen for the second batch is about 100 to 150 in terms of market value price. Uh, the one we're drinking today is a 125.9 proof. They round it up, I guess, because that's technically half of that is not 60 or yeah. 2.9, but that's just the math guy in me. Um, and then all these bottles, the single barrel bottles are signed by the master distiller, Mark Kaufman. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then the biggest uh, thing I wanted to really mention about this bottle was this bottle uh, with these samples we received were actually from one of our Patreon um, patrons, um, actually a couple, and their names are Tim and Sarah Murray. So shout out to Tim and Sarah. Yeah, thanks big, so much for just, big thanks yeah, to them. Sentence. Yeah. Um, and so that's all I got. Cool. So speaking of Patreon, uh, just a reminder to uh, our listeners that uh, I, Adam here, have I've been doing a, a second weekly episode or show. It's a, like an offshoot of Chill Filtered uh, called Thirsty Thursdays with Adam, where I sit down and drink some whiskey with you and talk and, and just kind of shoot the shit. Um, the last three of those I've been doing on Instagram. I accidentally forgot this week to do it on Thursday. I was behind a day, like the whole week. I thought it was the day before it actually was. So I did that on Friday. Next week, Thursday is the last one we will be doing on Instagram, uh, for some time. So if you want to, these are meant to be bonuses for our Patreon subscribers. So if you want to be sure that you see those episodes, uh, and keep tracked along with how the infinity bottle is going, um, you need to become a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $1 a month, you get access to those videos. You can go to patreon.com slash chillfiltered. Cole and I both appreciate everybody who is a Patreon. Uh, but today, Tim and Sarah Murray, you guys are the best. Yep. And uh, and we always give nice shout-outs to our Patreon people. And uh, we always appreciate even just people that are willing to share samples with us. That's a huge deal for us. We love those kind of people that are able to uh, extend their listenership to something like that. We're always so grateful. So right, absolutely. Uh, so uh, have you have you had this already? Yeah, it had been a while when uh, Tim and Sarah gave me the sample. Basically, I sipped probably less than half an ounce of it, loved it, and asked them to get me a second sample and they were very generous in doing that and then i sent it by courier to you um but i've had probably less than half an ounce and i was i was impressed for the little bit that i got yeah i'm uh, i'm sitting here smelling it and i get a nice uh, right right away on the nose a really nice dark chocolate smell ooh i'm pouring it right now so yeah, I, there was no I, cork as I, they were. Samples. Yeah, I, I pre-poured mine because I have one camera set up to be on the samples so that people can see the color of it. But, oh, nice! Ooh, chocolate's a good note. Really yeah, good it, note. it's very chocolatey. Getting a little. It's definitely sweet. Not too oaky, but a little bit. A little bit of that alcohol smell. I get probably. Uh, I don't think I get any oak. 
Oh, really? Yeah, for me, that chocolatiness is just so overpowering that I, it's like, yeah. that's all I'm getting. So I'm going to go in for the, the sip. Sure. Um, I, I will, I will say that on that nose as well with the chocolate, it's almost, it's almost like a chocolate covered apple. I don't think I've ever had a chocolate covered apple, but that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. So how's that sip? Apple shows up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Apple shows up. Oak shows up. Chocolate shows up. Um, definitely got some heat to it, but very pleasant. Um, I just felt like it was well-developed. It was uh, nothing to basically, like, this is a good product. I can already tell. Like, even though it's like a source whiskey, which doesn't mean it's bad. It just just means that the distillery is usually growing, um, which is one way to put it. But, um, yeah, they picked a good one. I Chocolate's big. Um, a very good note you got there, Adam. What do you think? Um. So I have a very strange note for you. Yeah, please. On the back end of that palette, as it's finishing, I get that chocolate, very much so. But yep. right at the front end, so this is going to be weird. This is probably the weirdest note I've ever given. Huh. Right on the front end of the palette, it, I, the, what, the first thing I thought of was dad's cologne. And so it tastes the way that I remember my dad's cologne smelling when I was a kid. That's actually not too bad. When I put my nose on it and then sip it, I kind of get that really strong feel of that. Like mm-hmm. I could almost smell my own dad's cologne on it. Right. Well, that's why. That's well, why I didn't say my dad's at first. It, it's just dad's cologne because every dad yeah. smells the same. <laughs> exactly. So that chocolate note you gave it, it is very different than the chocolate note we might have gotten on the. Um, the New Holland uh, beer barrel bourbon, remember yeah. that? Yeah, it was like a almost like a chocolate frosting. This one's like a not like milk chocolate, but not it, exactly like dark chocolate. No, I would say it's like a dark chocolate. It's like a fancy dark mm. chocolate. I mean, that chocolate covered apple note was actually really good. I'm gonna drop some drops. I had to take one more sip. I have a feeling. I have a oh, feeling this there's might the oak. really make a difference. Oh, yeah, you got it. Yeah. Yeah, this water might change things up quite a bit. Because How many drops are you doing? Proof. I did three. Three you, small ones. You did three. I'm just going to do two. Okay. But, yeah, I so, you know recently I've only been doing one drop, but we haven't had a whiskey this hot in a while, so. Um, Subtle cherries. But but smoother the, the the nose itself is smoother um, than the neat pour. Oh, nice caramel! You know this has got a good caramel color to it. It really does. It's it's a really pretty whiskey, and I, maybe that sounds weird, but. Mm. Oh yeah, not even subtle so, cherries, dude. It is straight up chocolate covered cherries now. Nice. Yeah, I appreciate appreciate the confirmation of uh, notes. Um, yeah, don't be afraid the, with those notes. Don't say subtle when it's like punching you in the face with it. <laughs> no, it was subtle to me. I mean, it, it almost was like one of those creamy maraschino dark cherries as opposed to like one of those bright fake right. uh, sugar rinsed, you know, ones. 
almost like a chocolate, co- yeah, chocolate covered maraschino. Yeah, um, that's exactly what I'm selling. Yeah, um, smoother, smoother palate, um, more caramely for sure than the neat pour. I don't have too much left, so I'm gonna drop a cube, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Oh man. <clears throat> It's better with a, with two drops of water. Yeah, I, I I think so. I liked it neat, but it the um, the two drops of water have smoothed it out. It's made it more silky. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it it is it's just easier to taste everything. That mm-hmm. but man, that that cherry note is perfect. I'm getting that both so, uh, in, on the nose and on the palate with ice it it might be the best to me it oh, might man. go ice water neat to me um, all right well you you talk is, you talk for a bit i'm gonna go grab a cube it's worth it um so this is really crazy it is you know how uh if adam were here he'd be like he'd make a joke but it gets a little thicker uh when you drop a cube um and it is the perfect like the the perfect description of this note wise is you know you go to your local chocolate shop and they got those chocolate covered creamy maraschino cherries and that is exactly what this tastes like it is phenomenal in that way. All um, right, so I didn't hear anything you just said, but uh, I agree. No, I, just, I agree I wholeheartedly, just, no matter what you said. Yeah, you do. No, I dropped off at a good point. I was talking about the uh, it really brings out that chocolate covered maraschino. Oh my gosh, dude. Hmm. Just, I'm just smelling it, and it just keeps getting more and more chocolatey. Yeah, and cherry. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Go for it. I mean, it's it's good. I mean, I'm gonna I get that totally, sip on here. Yeah, do it. So I could totally drink this uh, with ice every time. Like I loved it neat. I like it more with water, but I like it the most with a little ice. And it's kind of between ice and water, but I think ice poured it over the edge of just really good, sweet chocolate cherry, but like a really creamy one. I just can't like define that enough. It's like a really nice cherry there. Um, yeah, it's um yeah the the uh-huh. <coughs> oof that one got me for some reason. Um, it is a. Uh, the so the water and now the ice have made it much more it's thickened it um yeah i it, i did mention that while you were gone yeah that the creaminess is what you're talking about that thickness yep. it's it seems creamy um i will does. say that i think the ice has ruined a little bit of the taste but that could be the quality of the ice that i currently have mm. um yeah but you know with two drops of water in it you I, you can't go wrong with this whiskey yeah, seriously, I'm I'm very impressed. Yeah, it's very good. Do, you, do how much do you say this whiskey is? It was eighty, but you probably there's probably zero bottles. But market value, it's a uh, one hundred to one fifty. But okay. yeah, you can only buy it in the gift store, and it's probably gone by now. Did Tim and Sarah tell you how they prefer to drink it? No, I don't think so. No, I'm gonna have to ask them. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. It's very, very good. Yeah. Um, That's going to add a unique flavor and just all-around stuff to the Infinity bottle that we're doing on Thirsty Thursdays. I agree. That would. 
It's kind of earthy um, too. Like it's it's not just it's not just fruit and chocolate. It's kind of got an earthy taste and smell. Yeah, I agree. It's got that density of like grittiness at the beginning, right. especially. That's the a meat great pour. word. That grittiness. That's a great word. For yeah. It. So. I redefined. Remember, remember how last time I was talking about my rating system. I'll do a number and then I'll do my rating system. Right. Do, do you want to hear the layout? I've I've defined it at this point. Wait. So I thought you I thought you already gave us the new version of it. I didn't give the exact. I said like basically there will be things like top ten I've ever had and meh and never sure. drink again. But I decided sure. what I'll do in the middle of it all. So from from bottom to top in terms of worst to best, I'm gonna do. First is never drink again. Yeah. And then the next one is meh. And the next one is like it, then love it, then exceptional, and then top 10 I've ever had. And I would put this between, I would put this out of love it. And I would give it a rating number wise of an 8.15. I think your rating system's getting a little too complicated. <laughs> Well, I'll just I'll just lay it out like every time I'll be like I give this a like it, right? I give this a love it. I don't right. need to lay it out every single yeah. Uh, so you know, for me, I I do the one through ten, and then I'll either say order a pour or buy a bottle. And uh, mm. you said eight point one five, right? Yep. I would I would say I was gonna go closer to nine. I I would say probably an eight point seven five or so. Nice. Uh, and th- this is definitely buy a bottle. I like you will not be disappointed by this if you can find it. You probably can't, but yeah. Um, especially that retail price. Right. Uh, it is phenomenal. Yeah. This this might be one yeah. of the best whiskeys I've ever had. It's it's. It's got a lot going for it. It tastes different in, in in different configurations. You won't be bored with this whiskey, and that's that's an important thing, I think. I think so too. That's a very good way to say it. Is like it's got so much going on. Right. Yeah. Um. All right. So that has been the Town Branch Single Barrel Bourbon. Again, it's a sixty-two point nine percent ABV. Uh, Cole, what does that make it in proofage? Uh, technically, they said on their bottle it was a one twenty five point nine, so they rounded up or down on one of the two. Right. Yeah. Uh, or we wrote something down wrong. Who knows? Um, <laughs> and then, Cole, do you know what we're drinking next week? Ooh, is there any of those? Oh, can we do Blanton's um, straight from the barrel? Is that one of the ones that uh, that Caleb put on the Courier's donkey? Yes, sir. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and do that one. And you said it's Blanton's straight from the bottle. Is that what it's called? Straight from the barrel. Straight from the barrel. So it's a cask strength is what you're saying. Yep, exactly. Awesome. So do we have any idea? Is that like a rare thing or like could people go find Super it if rare. they wanted it? No, you got to get lucky for that one. In fact, I've never seen a bottle in the wild. Really? So uh, yeah. do we know what a retail price on that would be? I want to. I'm taking a stab here. I do not know, but I want to say it's like 120 probably retail. But in terms of secondary market, it's got it goes way up there. Well, then now I'm I'm even more grateful for Caleb uh, being yep. a, a, a solid dude and sending some samples via the courier that we all share. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Cole, I have been craving. I, I this is an aside. I'm sorry. Um, I have mm-hmm. been craving peanut butter and jelly sandwiches lately uh-huh. and and like the last two weeks i have gone through like 
three and a half loaves of bread just making no peanut way. butter jelly sandwiches. I don't know, man. It, like I'm craving it, and I don't. I don't generally like peanut butter. I like, and I only like grape jelly. But for some reason, uh, like the the peanut butter side of it, I've just been craving. Are you a peanut butter guy? I am. Yeah. Yeah. I could. Yeah, I could eat that on a lot of things. Did you? Are, you're not going to tell me you bought the screwball whiskey, did you? All right. Well, now it's time for whiskey world news. That's right. Here on Whiskey World News, we take an article that we find on the internet. We read it. We tell you where we found it, what website, who wrote it, all that good stuff. We always want to make sure that we credit the people who wrote this article and the site that is hosting it. Now, Cole, if you could have followed my cues, you wouldn't have given away what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Today's, today's article is coming from simplemost.com. And uh, the title of the article is, There's Now a Peanut Butter Whiskey to Make All Your Dreams Come True, written by Augusta Stats. Simplemost.com, There's Now a Peanut Butter Whiskey to Make All Your Dreams Come True, by Augusta Stats. Here we go. Fans of peanut butter are going to love this. There's yet another way to enjoy your favorite spread. This time, however, it's not in the form of a spread at all. Peanut butter whiskey is now a thing, so get ready to take your love of peanut butter beyond lunch and snack time and add it to your cocktail hour, too. According to the makers behind Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey, this unexpected combo pairs so well together it makes peanut butter and jelly jealous. According to the huh. Scro Screwball website, bold, loud whiskey combines with rich, smooth, and irresistible peanut butter. Quite phenomenally, phenomenally, there we go, to create a beverage you never knew you needed. It certainly looks delicious over ice, as the Screwball Instagram account demonstrates in several of their posts. On St. Patrick's Day, the company posted the below photo along with the caption, What whiskey will not cure, wait, what whiskey will not cure, there is no cure for. You'll have to go to the article to see the whiskey, or see the photo, or go to the Instagram account for Screwball Whiskey. Um, you can even use the whiskey as the base for a cocktail. The company writes out the recipe for anyone interested in trying a peanut butter white Russian on their Instagram mm. account, which consists of screwball whiskey with vodka, coffee liqueur, cream of coconut, and heavy cream. Not into white Russians? You could also try a peanut butter whiskey apple cider. Now, that actually, Cole, that sounds interesting to me. <laughs> It's, that, I would I would try it, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Just mix the apple cider and whiskey, throw in two dashes of baked apple butters, and garnish with a cinnamon stick. It, oh Man, it Ooh. looks, the picture they have on this article, it looks delicious. When people that get a hold great. of the peanut butter whiskey news, they their reactions were a bit mixed. People were either huge fans of the combination or a bit skeptical, to say the least. Twitter user at Jesty... Negray thought this could be a quote-unquote game-changer come happy hour. And even non-whiskey drinkers, such as Twitter user at Brody Radio, were intrigued by this pairing. Brody says, peanut butter flavor whiskey makes me wish I drank whiskey. 
But then there were those, <laughs> such as Twitter user at MaryCMike4123, who seemed completely frightened by the idea and had to uh, express that on Twitter. Uh, and she, uh, she has a, a gif of a cat looking at a phone suspiciously. The reactions from people uh. who have already tried this were quite similar. This seems like a drink you're either going to love or hate. Some of the staff at Huntington Post got to sample the whiskey, and they had quite a range of takeaways. The smell is at once appetizing and abrasive, which actually, Cole, I think a lot of whiskeys would would qualify for that description, appetizing and abrasive. The peanut butter Mm -hmm. presumably supplying the former, and the alcohol the latter. It smells like peanut butter taffy. It tastes way too sweet without the pleasant qualities present present in its smell i do not like it and and would prefer regular whiskey seven days a week one huffington post tester said but another admitted as a major whiskey slash bourbon drinker i'm a little embarrassed that i like this so much so even some traditional whiskey lovers wound up to be fans the host of today the today show also tried the whiskey out on camera with an overwhelmingly positive reaction aside from craig melvin who thought it was too sweet the bottom line is if you're at all intrigued this is worth trying out for yourself only one way whether you only one way to know whether you'll like it at once and or i'm sorry whether you'll like it once and for all right who knows? This could just become your favorite whiskey to sip on. You can find this whiskey's uh, in stores, but you can also order a bottle online. It's available for as low as $24 from online retails re- retailers such as Sip Whiskey and Keg and Bottle. I'll say this, Cole, uh, that's the end of the water, uh, of the article, but uh-huh. I will say this. I love their, their bottle and their um, graphic design on the bottle. Yeah. Yeah, I got to admit, I saw it the other day, and I was like, yeah, I mean, it's definitely not one of those uglier, newer bottles that you're like, oh, we right. want to try it at this point. You know, uh, Cole, we have talked about a, a few different types of flavored whiskey here on the show, and yeah. uh, I think we've always kind of been like, eh, eh, but I got to say, this is one that I would actually like to try and would kind of like to enjoy. Like, I like I hope that I would enjoy it. Yeah. For sure. I, I wouldn't buy a bottle, but if someone handed me it, I would definitely drink it. You wouldn't buy a bottle just as a curiosity? No, I wouldn't throw it. I mean, what is it like? It's probably like 20 bucks or something. They said, they said $24 or so. Yeah. No. No, but I would, you know, if it was handed to me, heck yeah, I'd drink it. So let me ask you this, but though. But when you so buy it. If, if, yeah, uh-huh. no, I'm, I'm going to try and find it, and, and I'll send some via the courier. So what's going right. to happen when you try this and you find that you really, really like it? Are you going to stock up on it? Are you, will you buy a bottle then? Uh, you know, so so I, here, here's why I asked that. Hold on. Here's, here's yeah. why I asked that. Because I could understand. I, so I could understand, like, if you tried it, and you really liked it, I could totally understand why you would not go out and buy a bottle and put it on your shelf because it would look, it would make the rest of your shelf look like bullshit, kind of. You know, it would like, it's like disgrace the shelf. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. like, I could only see you really going out and buying a bottle. Like, if you tried it and liked it, you'd go out and buy a bottle and then hide the bottle somewhere in your kitchen where nobody would ever look. It's like you knew what I was going to say. <laughs> 
No, yeah, I'm serious. No. I was going to say exactly that. Oh, I believe you. Because I yeah. kind of I kind of understand that. I I wouldn't put this on my shelf, but I would mm. just like I don't have Jack Daniels on my shelf. I don't have Jameson yep, on my shelf. I I only have the stuff that I consider to be very good plus one bottle yeah. that I call the uh what do I always call it? The uh Oh, the, uh, the, uh, the profiling bottle. whiskey. No, the profi- oh, yeah. oh, profiling I gotcha, whiskey. I gotcha. So I have good stuff, and then I have one bottle that I think is bad. And if somebody mm-hmm. drinks that and likes it, I'm like, okay, well, then that's yours for the rest of the night. Um, yeah. But I but I do have Jameson, and I do have Jack Daniels. I do have yeah. whis- whiskeys that I use for mixing. Uh, just in Coke or whatever, I just don't keep them out. I hide them away because I don't want people to see them necessarily. They just they don't need yeah. to be displayed. There's there is something about you know good whiskey and and a nice bottle that you want people to see. This is a whiskey that I I really think would be. You're never going to drink this straight. I don't think. I don't think anybody yeah. is going to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to pour two fingers of the screwball peanut butter and and just sit back and relax and have a good day. This is meant for cocktails and and experimenting with cocktails and furthermore i think it probably is going to be pretty useful in that regard i think a lot of cocktails will be not necessarily better because with this but they will at least be different and just as good yeah yeah and i i mean we we actually uh read an article one time that mentioned this one and she said it was really good on ice cream the the uh author yeah so I see that have, we, have we have we talked about this before on whiskey world news we have but it was we a have. while ago it, it might have been one of the ago. first episodes that we did i think so see the and reason was, i chose definitely this a different is, author yeah the reason i chose this is because this article made it seem like this was a brand new thing but then as i was reading through it just now i was like i this i swear to god i think we've talked about this before <laughs> Yeah, but it's all good. I mean, it's yeah. definitely a different perspective, which I can, you know, get behind. Yeah, of. and a different perspective uh, by the article writer and also a different perspective for me because I think when we first talked about it, I was like, no way, awful, awful, awful. But, you know, that was towards the beginning of me getting into whiskey. Now that, like, uh, you know, I'm not like a whiskey connoisseur. I'm not like the authority on it or anything, but I have a well-formed yeah. opinion on good whiskey. I can look yeah. at this and go... Oh, there, there is room for this in the whiskey market. Is it a real whiskey? I would never call it a real whiskey, um, but it is something that there's room for in the whiskey world. So, yeah, I'm with you. Cool. Hey, once again, Cole, tell us what we're drinking next week. Uh, we are drinking Blanton's straight from the barrel. Now, real quick about that is there are a lot of basically they're single barrel, barrel proof. I'll get you the details next episode, what uh, proofage it is and kind of what barrel it is because they actually give that details. Um, but, yes, Blanton's straight from the barrel. S-T, uh, S No, no, S-F-T-P. T- I, I can't do word letters. So <laughs> Who knows, man? We'll find out yeah. next week. Maybe we'll post a picture of it uh, before... Uh, the episode comes out so people know exactly what yeah. it is and all that jazz. But this episode has been Town Branch Single Barrel Bourbon. It's a 62.9% ABV, which makes it a 125 point something. Point nine. Yep. Uh, proof. We're not sure because they kind of fudged the numbers there a little bit, but that's okay. Um, 
And uh, as far as next week with that Blanton's, uh, good luck finding it. It's it's you got to be lucky to find it. We were lucky that our good friend, our dear friend, uh, yep. Caleb. Uh, used the personal courier to send us that. And uh, guys, if you want some great pictures of whiskey and whiskey-related things, you can uh, follow Caleb on Instagram at, uh, I think it's, is it Bourbon Badger or is it The Bourbon Badger? I believe so. Uh, one of the two, but you'll see yeah. Caleb's name if you search. I think I think it's Bourbon Badger. So if you search on it Instagram, be, yeah. one word, Bourbon Badger. Uh, otherwise, it's the Bourbon Badger. Sorry, Caleb, that we don't know that exact name. Jeez, get off our backs. Okay, <laughs> so, uh, Cole, I'm glad that uh, you didn't uh, uh, succumb to your vertigo and fall off of the Grand Canyon this weekend. I'm glad you yeah. had a good time. I hope your week goes well and that work is continue continually, you know, good. But most of all, listeners, I hope that our love of spirits lifted yours. 